you are in for an extraordinary episode because the host of Women Talk Shop and Juicy CEO Business Bestie, Rebecca Perrin, has graciously allowed me to rebroadcast the episode we did together over on her show. What I find so interesting about being interviewed is you tend to say things in a whole new way when somebody else is asking the questions. And there are so many juicy nuggets that Rebecca pulls out that I just had to share this. Let me tell you, Rebecca has such a gift when it comes to words, which makes total sense since she used to be a former journalist. This episode helps highlight the importance of having a personal brand, not only for business owners, but for employees as well. So get your notebooks ready because this one is going to have you thinking about your brand in a whole new way. Monique Bryan, welcome to Women Talk Shop. I am so happy to have you here. This is your first time on the podcast, which is a shame because I get to see you on Instagram all the time. We get to chat often, but I don't know if I have yet done a sufficient job of letting everybody that I know how good you are at personal branding for women in business. So I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for that intro, Rebecca. (laughs) I appreciate it. I appreciate what you do. And I love the series that you're doing featuring all of these powerful women. Well, it's really important. You know, my mission is to help women become significantly more comfortable and confident with self-promotion. And I think that this is absolutely critical to our self-esteem, our ability to get equal, you know, gender diversity in positions of leadership. It's just important for women to learn how to promote themselves because it's it, it creates this positive cycle of of you know good self esteem healthy self self esteem, and you are I think really really critical in the process because you do personal branding with visual communications. I I just want you to break it down for us. Why don't you tell everybody what you do for work and then you know we'll take it from there. Sure. Okay. So I call myself an executive producer of personal brands. Um, So I help you really take your authentic, who you want to be and all of the things that you do and put them on center stage so people pay attention. Um, Your personal brand is just another way of saying your reputation. You know, that's what we used to call it. But what it does is it, no matter what you're doing today, your personal brand will transcend the business you're working on, the job you're working at, the project that that you're affiliated with your personal brand will transcend all of that. So that's why it's so important to curate it. And that's what I help people do. So I do online um, social media strategy. I do personal brand photo shoots. So people who want to rebrand, people who don't have the visual communication tools yet, they don't have any juicy photography. So we get together, we do a really beautiful um, VIP photo shoot. It's a done for you type of experience uh, where I bring in the entire team. So this is for people who are like, I have no idea how to do this. Um, I bring in the glam squad, the stylist, you know, we do this amazing shopping trip where we send you the links to tell you exactly what to buy to bring. Uh, and then I bring in, you know, one of the top photographers in Toronto to do your photos in this beautiful, um, Toronto downtown setting. And you walk away with a gallery full of over a hundred photos for you to use in your business as you see fit. And then I also run a signature program called Juicy Brand On Demand, which is a, um, an accelerator. So this is everything from developing your offers to developing you as a speaker, a coach, and how you're going to show up online. Okay. So 
this is all very fantastic. And I think everybody who's listening can understand why this is important. Um, largely because I think a lot of us are, you know, not really experts in how we put ourselves out there. And um, in, in the first season of Women Talk Shop, I talked often about the ego getting in the way and not in a good way. So often, you know, it's, it's common for women, first of all, imposter syndrome hurts all of us. And the result of that is we sort of make ourselves small or we, we have a misinterpretation of how other people perceive us because, you know, we carry around shame or we don't want to, you know, walk around with too much confidence. We are scared to be uh, mistaken for arrogant women um, when we promote ourselves. So I think one of the biggest, most powerful, um, valuable things that you do for women um, is you actually you know, help them see how other people perceive them. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, having your expert eye on what will make somebody pop and make their reputation just, you know, shine and as good as possible is how you see people around you. Now, I, I know you have a, a professional background in fashion styling. Um, tell us a little bit about how you developed your skills and how you became to be such a really good, um, you know, personal branding expert. A hundred percent. So my, I have a BA in fashion design. Um, I love all things fashion and style since I was free and I guess 10 years old really. And, um, I always knew I was going to be a fashion designer. So I studied it. I ended up getting my first job in, in for a national retailer, managing all of their product development for ladies wear. And what I discovered is, you know, I really love the business side of fashion so I worked with um, manufacturers across Asia. So I've traveled a lot for business and I learned what customers really want. So um, I was doing that for about probably about 10 years. And when I realized that I was tired of clothing itself in, in the manufacturing sense, and I really wanted to work with people who were building things. Um, but first I wanted to build my own thing. So I launched. <laughs> I was like, well, I can do, you know, you start your own business. You're like, I can do this better than my boss. So I started a, um, uh, a jewelry company, uh, fashion jewelry. And I did that for six years and I sold, you know, internationally. And it was a great crash course in entrepreneurship. Um, you know, there were, when I started, there weren't the type of resources there are today to start a business and help and grants and mentors. So I was really feeling my way through it. And I fell out of love with it because I turned my, you know, I turned a hobby into a business and I didn't have the business acumen to make it thrive. Yeah. And I was like, as I was going through, I was meeting a lot of people and learning a lot of things. And people kept asking me like, how did you find this? And how did you know this? And I realized that is where the hole was in the market. It's just people didn't know where to find these resources. And I had spent all my savings. I left a six figure income to go and start my own business. And I spent it all trying to build my quote unquote dream. And, um, when I realized there was such a need for the business side of building products, I, that's what I started doing. I started doing consulting. And, um, while I was doing that, I realized like, yeah, I kind of like it, but there's more, it's funny. Cause I, I still love fashion, but I'm like, there's more to the world than, than developing products. Um, the pro I was always like, the world has enough products. If it's not adding to the better of humanity, why are we even creating them? And so I kind of got on my little bit on my high horse about it. So I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do products anymore. I'm going <laughs> to help entrepreneurs who are in service-based businesses. Um, but while I was dreaming that up and, and creating the programming for that, I, um, 
fell into a health challenge. I was diagnosed with triple positive breast cancer in 2017. And it was, um, you know, I call it my blessing and a curse. Curse yeah. because I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. But um, at the same time, it put a fire under me that had never, that had, ex- I, I feel like even though I had a pretty hot fire before, I'm pretty self-motivated, this was a fire <laughs> like never before where I went from thinking I had all the time in the world to figure out what I wanted to do to being like, I have zero, the uncertainty of tomorrow is so in my face right now that whatever it is I said I wanted to be doing now is the time. So I launched my consultancy from my sick bed before I was cleared. I said, I slapped up a website and this is not something I advise to other people necessarily because (laughs) branding is important, but really when you put up a website, nobody's even looking at it. You know, it's, you know, it's it's a drop it's just there. It's more for me to know, to say I'm legit versus anyone who's really looking at it. And I just called up past clients and I was like, you know, you need help with your business because I'm watching you online. And definitely I know who you want to be and who you're showing up as is not the same person. Right. Um, so I launched my business, um, that third business, I guess, by that time, serial entrepreneur over here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> about three years ago. And ever since it's just been like moving at a lightning speed. And I couldn't be more, I couldn't be more grateful. I think that appreciation for time and really seizing the moment um, that you, you know, you experienced after your, your health scare and your experience with breast cancer is very noticeable in how you interact with clients. So anybody who follows you on Instagram can see that, you know, you really radiate so much light and energy. And I think that you bring this sense of just do it now, like just come on, like you want to do this for yourself. You can totally do this for yourself. I can, I can help you. Um, and there's no reason not to, I think that whole feeling of seizing the day just, you know, it still envelops you and it's, it's very noticeable. Thank you. Yeah, it is my, it's literally the DNA of my personal brand, that sense of urgency, the going after the, why can't you have it? Why not you like all of the excuses out the door, one life to live, like that is my driving force. And it's what, I coach my clients on when they're, when, because being in the, in the public, uh, it, when you're coming out with your personal brand, when you're coming out with anything, you know, you're going to have a lot of self-doubt. You're going to have a lot of, you know, an internal dialogue that's going to want to stop you internal and external other people who may not believe in your dream or may not see it for you. And it's going to take somebody outside of you to, you know, remind you of how far you've come, how resilient you are, how amazing you are, how there's only one you and only you can do and deliver what you need to deliver. Um, and I'm, I'm really blessed to be, to, to have that like just innate drive to want to be that for people. And it's totally okay to celebrate yourself. And so when we're talking about this, just so everyone who's listening can understand Monique does, um, basically she's, she takes somebody from, let's say I showed up in a white dress shirt and some jeans and some very average heels thinking that would be good enough for my personal brand online. Monique would say, absolutely not. And then she would come up with this entirely new strategy for how she sees me best representing myself in a public space. And so she comes up with the strategy and then she puts it into action by shopping the items, which is a huge job, styling me, making sure that I'm comfortable with it. There's a big, big coaching component to that with all that internal dialogue stuff that we were talking about, lots and lots of, um, of coaching in there. And then 
literally producing the shoot and then coaching you on how to actually publish your new personal brand and actually use it to support your business growth. And so there's, there's layers to this. Yes. It, it's, it is a whole process. There is no one and done with the brand piece. And, you know, that's something I had to learn myself. Like all the people I coach and work with, I can do it from a place of I've been where you are. Mm-hmm. Because all the things that they want, I want, or I've now achieved. So I always wanted to be a speaker. I always wanted to be an author. I wanted to be on stages. I wanted to be in the spotlight. And in my pursuit of that, what I realized is if you are a small business owner and you are out to create change, make impact, or even just attract your small group or community who trust and follow you is you have to decide that being in the spotlight is something that you're going to take on. That's, that's, it's kind of a non-negotiable because there's so many other people out here doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So you've got to develop this unique presence, um, which comes from your unique personal brand, which develops from your own unique experiences. No one else has had the life you've lived and you want to lean into that in order to show up. So I work with people who are interested in standing out, not fitting in. I think standing out is really important, but I'll also speak for myself with something that I, I, you know, I think is really important. And you and I have talked about this before, Monique. When, when I publish below average pictures of myself on Instagram or on my website or wherever it is, doesn't matter. And I do all the time exclusively because I have not yet worked with you. So as soon as this pandemic is over, that's what's on the, on the docket. But it's very anxiety inducing actually, because when I'm lying there in bed at night thinking, okay, who's looking at my website? Who's looking at my Instagram? That's a horrible picture, but it's the best that I can do right now. There's, there's this sort of like dark, not, it's almost like shame, but it almost feels like an impending doom of like, please don't look at my thing right now because I want you to hire me. And I'm not, I don't look, this is not me. Right. I mean, I hope it's not keeping you up at night. (laughs) It's not keeping you up at night, but you know what I, it's it, when you, I'm just saying when somebody has very high expectations for themselves, they've got a great business, they've got really good, you know, service packages, they've got good pricing, they have all a great business plan, they've got all of the right intentions in the right places in that sense, they're extremely organized. But if your personal brand doesn't back you up, I'm just saying that sometimes in your mind, you can think this is the one piece of, you know, low lying fruit that I have not done a good enough job with yet. And I just hope it's not the thing that costs me the big opportunities. I think come to me when they're at that point of, they're like, somebody is going to be looking at me and my stuff. I need you to fix me like overnight. Yeah. That's going to show up. It's, it's important because I mean, I, I was even talking to a friend of mine who's in real estate the other day and she was telling me how she used to drive a certain type of car and then she got a different, more practical type of car because she's got, you know, two kids now and her clients were making comments to her about why are you driving this kind of car now? And yeah. she, and it started to make her freak out a little bit. And she's like, you know, in real estate, we know that you've got 1.4 seconds before somebody decides that they're going to work with you or not. And she switched back to the other type of car. She was just like, I'm not going to let this car be the reason that people aren't working with me. And, you know, you can get all philosophical about it. But at the end of the day, if you've got 1.4 seconds to make, um, you know, a good reputation for yourself or to establish a good first impression, then you're going to put the effort into making sure that you're making the right first impression. So I think that that's really what you do for people 
um, is, is create that transformation and the peace of mind. A hundred percent. Cause I always say you have to be walking, talking your message. They have to look your message, speak your message. And it comes like, we're just judgmental human beings. We're judging you by a book by its cover. That's just how we are. And there's nothing, it is what it is, whether it's right or wrong, but knowing that has you then play into it. I think it's a blessing that we know that. So you can control um, what you can control, which is how you dress, how you show up, what things you're putting out there online, um, what your visual representation is online, what your photos are, even this car situation. Like that's one, I work with some real estate agents and that's a big one. Like I, I don't know about other people, but I'm not going to be looking for a million dollar home with someone who's driving around in a beat up Honda. Like there's nothing about that that is aspirational to me. Um, and I don't believe you sell million dollar homes, yeah. I would, you know? So it's like this perception that we're all like, <laughs> we all have to live into. I think there's internal and external validation that comes from um, personal branding. And I think that personal branding has always existed. But as you mentioned before, it used to be referred to more as, you know, reputation management, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's always been an essential component of business development. So nothing has changed in that respect. But now with, you know, obviously social media is a mainstay. It's one of the main communication channels for all businesses, um, whether you're an entrepreneur, a huge organization, a small, medium-sized company, it doesn't matter. Your social media channels matter and the people who are representing your company matter and how they are positioned on social media as well. So just curious, um, I'm assuming you do, you know, some analysis on the future of personal branding. Do you have any insights for what, let's just say, what can we expect is next and how important our personal brands will be to our business? Well, if the last few months have taught us anything, it's that if everybody was to move online, what's going to have them pick you over somebody else? And it's your personal brand. So I think personal branding has like skyrocketed into an important um, thing to be paying attention to. And even more so like when you're out, when people are, if whether or not you're looking for a job or you're looking to have your own business, you know, recruiters are all looking up your social media. They're looking up who you are before they bring you into their company, before they bring you into an interview. And if everyone now with, you know, in light of COVID and having to be inside and having a business and a lot of people are pivoting and trying to figure out, well, how do I be an online and an offline business if that's what's now required? People are going to be paying more attention to everything that they're showcasing online. And if they're not, they're going to get a rude awakening because the people who are showing up as professionals, showing up, looking the part that they say they play are the ones who are going to get the business. And I think, you know, when we're talking about this, I can imagine some people who are listening are feeling like the pressure is too much. It's like, well, you know, some people have a natural tendency to get anxious or critical or upset um, about the pressure that they feel from needing to be something in the public perception. I get that. I 100% get that because yes, it is a lot of pressure, but I encourage everybody to just sort of change your mindset about that and actually look to the really fun side of the creative expression that you can take through your personal branding and how working with Monique can actually just be like this amazingly creative you know, adventure in discovering new parts about yourself and expressing yourself in new ways. I love that. I love, I love that perspective because 
as much as it, it, there is this pressure to be like, okay, now I'm going to be online. And I don't know, a lot of my clients are like, I don't have a sense of style. I don't know what to wear. I don't know what look good, looks good on me. I don't even like the sound of my voice. Like these types of um, critical things that as women particularly like feel all the time get in the way. But when we do this experience together, it is so much fun. Like yeah. it, there's so much self-expression like they've ne- maybe never had before in any other part of their life where it's all about them, all about how they want to show up, how they want to be seen, um, how they want to look. Maybe there's outfit. There's always this power outfit I find that we have where we're like, she can wear that, but I can't. Or when I get to a certain place in my life or business, I'll be able to wear that. I'll feel like that's me where I'm of the opinion, like, no, that's you. Now you dress for the job that you want, not the one you have. So we're going to put you in that now, because when we put on our self-expression, which is our, our style, our clothes, whatever that power piece is, we show up differently. Yes. It's a form of travel. It really is. Cause you know, you get to be a different version of yourself in a different context. Um, when you're going through, you know, it's one of your VIP days, one of your photo shoots, um, even, you know, on, on your Instagram channel, on your Facebook channel, like when you're listening to Monique, you kind of get to imagine yourself in a different context in a different way. And I, and I do consider that a form of travel. It's like, Oh, look at me. All of a sudden I'm in Spain. So I'm going to just behave a little bit differently. It's like, Oh, look at me. I'm in an amazing red pantsuit. So I'm going to behave a little bit differently. It's just, it's this really cool way of getting outside of your normal self in your normal every single day routine, which can ultimately kill your creativity um, in in your business and in your self-expression. Yes. And there's so much of that transformation happens. Like that's why I love to do the photo shoot piece. And it's people, you know, the woman comes in, you know, and I tell you, just come as you are, we will take care of the rest. But the transformation that happens when they put the outfit on and we're ready to shoot, it's like, this beam of light has opened up and they walk out a different person than coming in. Every single person who's done it with me has told me like, I did not know that all of that fierceness was like lying. Like I have like, they go from like these demure, some of them, and they turn it, turn into like supermodels because they're like their power place. And that's what brings me the most joy. Like that feeling, that place. See, to me, that's so fun. It's so fun. It's like playing dress up when you're a kid, but it's professional and polished and with some of the best in the industry. Yes. And you're the star. And you're the star. And you know what? I just, I I really do want to emphasize the point of having fun and, you know, really relishing in the creative expression of having a personal brand day photo shoot entire program with you and, and really changing your mindset away from feeling the pressure that you have to perform or the pressure that you have to do this because this is the new expectation of, of social media. And this is the new expectation of people in business. You can think that way. That's fine, but it's not going to get you very far. And if you change your mindset, you can start to make personal branding work for you in ways that feel good on the inside and then also have a really strong impact with the, with the external side as well. I love that because when you know the, it's like when you know how the game is played, it makes that more, that much more fun. When you don't know, that's when things get all pressure and um, I don't know what to do. And, oh my gosh, I have to be on social all the time. But when you know how the game is played where you're like, no, I just need to show up as my best professional self every single time and come walking, talking version of my message and create that trust and credibility 
you're like, I, you, you kind of like have that resolve that this is all going to work out. And it's I'm, fun. It is fun. It's, I, I really do. <laughs> Okay. So we've talked a little bit about, you know, what your clients do. Most of them are in service-based businesses. Um, And then we've talked a lot about, you know, just the types of platforms that people can apply their personal brand to. So Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, website. Um, And then we've talked a little bit about some of the personal branding tools that exist. So outfits, shoes, makeup, et cetera. Can you break down a couple components of your personal brand for just to provide, you know, everybody with an example of, you know, exactly how a personal brand breaks down into visual components? Sure. So I like to say your personal brand is your promise at every touch point, you know, so every single thing that a customer would touch or interact with that's related to you is you are either adding to your brand or taking away from it. So that is everything from how you dress to um, the words and things that you put out on social, your copy on your website, your email marketing, your own personal style. So I always say, you know, you've got your professional, you put your professional outfit on, whatever that is for you. It doesn't mean it's a suit and tie. It's your professional self. Um, I always say it's like how you make your, your, your million dollar deals, whatever that is. If you're saying you sell like $10,000 contracts or packages, then you need to look like somebody who does that out the gate. So when you're, I always want everyone to have kind of, um, some piece of their style that's memorable. So in my case, I have, I wear really huge glasses. I have a very distinct haircut. I'm always in a magenta lipstick. Those are part of my brand colors. And I am consistent with that. So what's interesting is we create the brand for other people, right? So if that's fun and quirky and that's who you are, then you continue to show up that way. So people are like, oh yeah, I understand her brand. I understand if she's fun and quirky in person or online, then her website reflects that. Her offers reflect that what she says reflects that. So it's like creating this um, cohesiveness across the board with every single piece that you do. Um, My brand is also very like bright. It's bright, it's energetic, it's vibrant. Um, I have a whole exercise I have all my clients go through to define like what are the juicy words that are your compass for your brand and using them when you look at every single aspect. So it, it does have that cohesiveness. Yeah. I think that's it. I have to, I'll, I'll just say for the record, um, the, you and I met at Sunday showers and the, you were wearing this beautiful pair of emerald green pants, a bright color you had on your glasses and you had on magenta lipstick. Um, I did. Yeah, and I'll never forget those three things. Like that is an image. And this is, this is really key because personal brand is not only about reputation management, but it's about memorability. So it's about the consistency of your messaging over time improves your memorability in other people's minds. And so because Monique is so consistent with her, you know, bright jewel tones and her glasses, I mean, I have that memory. I can, I can see that vision in my mind right now of the first time that I saw you. And that's really, really important when you are building a business is that you are the first person who comes to mind when somebody thinks personal brand. Yes. Top of mind, top of mind. That is all we are fighting for. So it's really clear to me because, you know, we've, we've collaborated before on a couple of things. We've, we talk as friends and I also work in the personal branding space 
So I can tell what you do differently. And I just want to make this really clear to everybody who's listening and is finding themselves very curious about um, how personal branding and working with you can help them. So Monique is an extremely skilled and experienced woman who is very creative um, and really, really strong in the visual communications aspect of personal branding. But then she's also very strategic. So you get these great ideas, you get this beautiful creative expression of who you are, but then you also get a very strategic, clear actionable plan for your investment. And it's just, it's this blend of being creative and fun and expressive and grounded and practical and business oriented. So I just wanted to say that. And then now Monique, how can people work with you and what do you have coming up? Oh my God. You just, I just love how you make everything sound just so succinct and juicy. I was like, <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to transcribe this because you say it in such a way that I'm like, yes, you totally get it. <laughs> uh, that's so hard to find. And that's why you're so good at what you do with your, with words. Right. Yeah. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, right now, what I have coming up is I'm really excited because I'm going to be doing a build your brand DNA five day free training bootcamp. And, um, this is taking everyone through the components to get you started on the road to building that delicious, juicy personal brand. So that is starting very soon. The best way to find out about that is to get on my email list at moniquebryan.com or join my free Facebook community, um, Juicy Brand Squad. And there is just an amazing group of women in there who are all about standing out and having everything that they want. So you get all of my branding juice in there. You get some free live coaching in there and some surprise guest experts. So okay. that's coming up next. So that's a no brainer. That's five days of free personal branding advice from Monique. So make sure that you go to her free Facebook community, Juicy Brand Squad and MoniqueBryan.com to get on her email list. And Monique, where can everybody find you on Instagram? You can find me at MoniquePryan underscore co and that's Brian with a Y. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. I loved this conversation, obviously. And again, I cannot wait for the pandemic to end so that I can get in a photo shoot with you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's time to do that shoot. Oh, it's way past time. Okay. Thanks so much, Wendy. Great talking to you. Thank you. Okay. I loved that conversation. Monique, thank you so much for coming on the show. It is always a pleasure catching up with you. And for everyone listening, I want you to know that we recorded this episode in June, long before the civil rights movement and boycott Facebook happened. So I encourage you to find Monique on Instagram at Monique Bryan underscore co and follow her to find out what juicy programs she's running for September, October and beyond. And just take some time to connect with her if you really are interested in learning more about personal branding and how you can refine your personal style to say something really powerful about you and everything that you stand for. Thanks for listening.